The NFL Week 16 Recap and Week 18 Look Ahead Lines edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets or visit hofbets.com code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Wednesday, December the 27th. Usually, we're previewing games, but this time, with the holiday season, we're recapping first. If you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac. He is J. Mark Football, a.k.a. Old Fashioned Football. J. Mark, what's up, brother? How's it going? Did you have a good Christmas? Had a great Christmas. It's always good to get together with family, have a little time off. Uh, how about yourself? Oh, good. You know, if you if you bet the dogs like myself on Christmas and Christmas Eve with Coach Belichick, it was a good it's a good holiday. But uh, yeah, always good to spend time with family and and, and kick back a couple beers as as usual, especially on this show with us. A couple old fashions for yourself and uh, a couple whiskeys and and place a couple bets. Can't beat Christmas and uh, football on Christmas and Christmas Eve. Uh, busy week in the NFL, obviously week. 16 what were your thoughts just this outside looking in before we dive into every single box score and look ahead to week 18 while looking ahead to week 17 at the same time yeah a couple surprises going on but um i thought you think you had a really good week of picking i'll have to go back and, and check but you know teams i didn't believe in covering like the panthers i thought the packers would get it done packers fucking suck man they <laughs> uh, they shouldn't be in playoff contention at all i hope they continue to lose especially next week of course when they play bears this week and next week i hope they lose both of them uh bears getting a win the commanders almost getting a win i mean oh, holy the- cow that was uh that was crazy i thought man they they really did give up on ron they suck and then all of a sudden, here comes Jacoby Brissett to help him out, help him almost make that comeback. But the Jets, uh, they end up uh, getting it done. But no, it was a good week of football. A lot of good games. Ron did his job, baby. Look competitive, <laughs> but don't win the game. I'm glad that yeah. field goal went in. Uh, yeah, man, I, 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 I thought they were going to get blown out too. I was kind of shocked that they came back. But uh, yeah, a couple teams that uh, we've been labeling a little bit of fraudulent, I think showed up a little bit fraudulent on this weekend when they needed wins the most. And I think that's kind of the narrative of this time of year too. The pressure builds, teams that aren't used to being in the playoff hunt, all of a sudden got pressure um, and they got to win. And we, we've seen it over and over. Last year, for example, when we, we joke about Ron Rivera as a favorite against the Browns and he starts Carson Wentz, he doesn't even know they could be eliminated from the plus, but that was a – you got to win that game. You're playing the Browns who are dead and you, and they found a way to choke with, you see so many teams that just aren't that have kind of been average teams, find a way to choke games away in the playoffs versus like organizations that have been there, done that like the Pittsburgh Steelers who suck, but they find a way to win these games. 
because just be based off their culture and tradition. So uh, let's go to Thursday. Let, let's go. Let's let's quit beating around the bush and let's dive into the recap. Rams thirty, Saints twenty two. Um, the Ram, I mean, the Rams dominated this game, but at the same time, the Saints. Same old Derek Carr, man. What, what's wrong with that guy? He sucks. I, I mean, it's every time they they drive down over the fifty, get in in, in uh, L.A. range, and all of a sudden he takes a sack, gets him out field goal range, then he turns it over. He's making rookie mistakes, and they got a big game on Sunday against the Bucks that we'll talk about. But I that that era has been a complete failure. Yeah, no, a hundred percent agree. Um, they were so set up to to succeed and be the best team in this division with their easy schedule this year. Yes. They had the easiest schedule in football based on the the rankers, whoever decides to go through that and decide what's easy and what's not, but couldn't get it done. And now their their playoff chances, 13%. If they lose this coming week, it's less than 1%. If they win, it's 29%. Meanwhile, Rams sitting at the sixth seed, they have a 64% chance of uh, making the playoffs. Figured I'd bring in all these percentages since we're getting so close to the playoffs, because why not? <laughs> um, no, I, this this Rams team, we talked about it. They're heating up at just the right time. They're looking good, and I think they could they could cause some trouble if they stay healthy for some of these teams in the playoffs. Meanwhile, the Saints, uh, it's just it is a failed era. They need, they need new coaching. They need to start over at quarterback. Maybe they want to trade uh, trade with the Bears for that number one pick. They can get them a a new shiny quarterback, and uh, we can move out of that that first spot because I'm going to puke if we draft Caleb Williams. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I well said. The, the Rams, like you said, scorching. Um, they've covered five in a row. They've won five out of six. Obviously, playing their football at the best time. They do hit the road though. Um, back to back to end of the year, some tricky spots. I mean, the Giants aren't good, but it's West Coast to East Coast. They got the Niners on deck, so they got to navigate this week with the Giants. Um, for the Saints, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. They have to win in Tampa Bay on Sunday. That's their only yeah. scenario to keep their playoff hopes alive, and then they got to beat the Saints. So. Somehow, some way, New Orleans does control their own destiny. I'm not really sure how we got to <laughs> add that they've played, but uh, if they win in Tampa during the driver's seat, it's just a question of can they cool off this Baker Mayfield uh, bunch that we'll touch on here in a minute. Nick Fortune checking in the chat, calling me a nerd for my percentages and stats. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I can keep it going whole show. My phone apparently is at 12%. Forgot to charge it last night, so we'll see. <laughs> Uh, Nick Fortune got got humbled on uh, Christmas night there with uh, yes. w- with one of our dog picks. So uh, yes, yeah, so put put a bow on it. Uh, Rams scorching what eight and six now control their own destiny. Sorry, eight and seven got the Giants got the got the Niners on deck and the Saints. You got to win in Tampa, so that'll do it for that matchup. Let's move along on to the next game, and that is. Saturday slate where Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin, we were all over this one, man. Uh, Mike yeah. Tomlin gets it done as a dog. Absolute must win. This Bengals team was was due for one of these eggs. I mean, they, they've been winning all these games with Jake Browning as backup quarterback. You knew this was the Tomlin get-up spot back against the wall. Everybody's firing him. This may be the last win, but I knew he was going to get this one. Yeah, I – 
you know, I thought they would win, but I didn't think they would win in this fashion. Mason yeah. Rudolph came in just in time for Christmas to guide that team tonight. Um, he he actually looked good, and it made you wonder why did they give Mitch Trubisky the chance because Mason Rudolph looked really good. You do wonder if it's that one-game bump. You know, a starter comes in, we haven't seen him this year, and all of a sudden he looks lights out. Next week he looks flat. We'll see if he keeps it up because he was named the starter for next week as well. There we uh, go. Steelers, Steelers and Bengals, both eight and seven. They're sitting at ninth and tenth in this playoff race. So th- there's still a chance for both of them, but it's not looking great. Right where they belong, ninth <laughs> and tenth. I mean, these two teams. The, the Bengals it would be different if Joe Burrow obviously was there. The, oh, the Steelers sure. have the Steelers have sucked all year. They just find a way to win these miracle games. Uh, Cincinnati, I mean, they're basically done. They got to go to Kansas City, although it seems like everybody's winning in Kansas City nowadays ever since Taylor Swift came into the equation. <laughs> um, but, I mean, for, for the Steelers, there is a there is a path for 9-8 and eight, once again for Tomlin. He could win in Seattle this weekend. That's going to be tough. But if the Ravens beat the Dolphins – and clinch the number one seed. They're going to rest their starters, and Tomlin can back his way into a nine and eight via the backups of Baltimore. Which which scenario are you riding with? You think? Oh man, you know I could see them winning that Seattle game, and yeah. I think the Ravens are going to beat the Dolphins. So yeah, I mean I, I think he's going to do it again. Could they get to ten and seven? Yeah, I don't see why not. I, I like <laughs> I said, I think I think they beat Seattle and. If the Ravens do rest their starters, then there's no reason they shouldn't beat them. Now, it would be based on how the Steelers have played, it would be typical for them to lose that game against backups. But <laughs> um, yes. I think it's definitely possible for them to, but if they do, do they sneak into the playoffs even? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. they find a way to get this weekend, um, then all of a sudden you actually are talking playoffs. The Ravens might actually let them win because they want them in the playoffs because they know they're not going to do any damage. So, right. Yeah. I, I mean, interesting, interesting scenarios with, with, uh, with Baltimore and we'll talk about Baltimore and Miami tomorrow. So Jay Mark and I will be doing the recap or sorry, the preview morning games. And we basically have the whole slate. I looked ahead. I think we have 11 um, games yeah. that we're going to preview, including Saturday. So make sure you, Set your uh, reminders, set your time, set your calendars. We'll be here tomorrow at 3 o'clock for the preview. But before we continue on, we got to talk about prize picks because everybody can get over to prize picks. Basketball season's here. Pick a combo. Projections across football, basketball, from Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections, including two or more different sports or league. Yeah, you could do your favorite basketball player with your favorite football player. Uh, receptions, three pointers. You pick whatever the hell you want over at Prize Picks. Um, community plays. They have a new tab over there, and you can bet against your favorite celebrity um, each and every week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy, so you know which entries can even stay in with a player that gets injured. Um, if one guy goes down, boom, there's a reboot policy for the injury um, injury insurance policy. That is. Jay Mark, uh, all of a sudden we are almost at Thursday. Do you have a Thursday night football uh, pro or yeah play for tomorrow night between Cleveland and the New York Football Jets? 
Absolutely. You know me. I don't like rooting for less. I don't want to go under the fantasy projections. I like everything to go more. So I'm going to take <laughs> Joe Flacco more than 199 and a half pass yards. That's one of their quote unquote nice uh, lines that they got right now. Amari Cooper more than 58 and a half receiving yards. David Njoku more than half a rush or receiving touchdown just needs the touchdown. I think it gets it. Jerome Ford more than a touchdown. I think he gets one. And then Trevor Simeon, I know he's going to have a tough day against the Browns, but I think he gets at least one passing touchdown. So more than half a passing touchdown. If you hit all five, it's 10 times your money. Boom. You heard Jay Mark. Get over there. Take Joe Flacco and company. Oh, Flacco, Flacco, Flacco. Thou the Raven, nevermore. Uh, yeah, I can't believe Flacco's leading, leading the Browns to a freaking playoff. I don't know what year it is. Uh, go over to prizepix.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for first deposit match. Bonus up to $100. That's prizepix.com, code SGPN. PrizePix, daily sports made easy. All righty, we're back on the NFL Gambling Pockets. Moving along over into the Saturday night game. The Bills were sloppy as hell in this game. Find a way to get it done, 24-22. Kind of saw this coming from a mile away where you get the one-game bump with the new coach, uh, backup quarterback, Bills coming off the big Cowboy win where they undressed them. Uh, Bills find a way. I mean, they they, they were shit, uh, but find a way. Move over to 9-6, and six, stay in the AFC race. Um, but all they need is all they need is to beat New England. I don't know if they can do that. Watch out for Belichick and those Patriots. Uh, but that game's in Buffalo this weekend, and all all they need is Baltimore to beat Miami, and then they're playing for the division in Week 18 against the Dolphins, who they seem to own. So I don't know, Jay Mark, are you still buying on these Buffalo Bills, Adam Pelletier's Buffalo Bills? It's crazy, isn't it? We, uh, uh, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, we were talking about, is this Bills team even going to make the playoffs? Yep. Currently, they got the sixth seed. Yeah, if they win against Belichick, there's a 97% chance they make the playoffs, according to the analytics. If old Billy stops them, that drops to 46% to make the playoffs. So this is a crucial game for them coming up. Uh, more than you would think. They were a little sleep at the wheel against the Chargers. I wonder how much of that was knowing that, hey, it's the Chargers. We can beat them. Did yeah. just enough to beat them, though. And, uh, yeah, every game counts. So they needed this win. They got it. Now they have to go and beat New England. I think they do. Uh, I really do. But it, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. Don't sleep on my boy, Belichick. Uh, he's, got, <laughs> he's got them boys ready to go. He's got to play all of a sudden. Uh yeah, I can Josh Allen sink in the uh, MVP race, or is if Lamar dominates Miami, is it pretty much wrapped up? Because he won't play again if 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 they take care of business against Miami. It's a good question. I don't think they've had enough success this year for him to be considered. Um, you know how that how narrative driven that is. If you have a bad yep. team yep. or a mediocre team, they're not gonna they're not gonna put you in that race. So I think if Ravens beat Dolphins, it's Lamar's. Uh, suddenly, all of a sudden. The, that tide shifts after Lamar destroys the uh, the 49ers and Brock Purdy drops down and there's Lamar <laughs> to take it. It's almost like it's a bullshit award that just yeah. everybody it goes with the fucking wind. That's basically what it is. Um, yeah, it's I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it's Lamar's to lose. I think they're going to play well. I think he's going to wrap up. I think they're going to wrap up the one seed in Baltimore and they'll put a big emphasis on that game. I don't think they're going to come out of sleep against uh, sleep at the wheel 
in a game where, hey, if we win this, we get next week off. We basically get two weeks off. All they yeah. have to do is play their play their asses off, and they get two weeks off. I think there's a lot of motivation there, so I'm with you. Um, but you mentioned it like you don't give it to an average team. But if the Bills do win the final two and get help from the Ravens, all of a sudden they're the two seed. But True. I'm with you that that month of October, early November, really hurt the Bills. Uh, Try they they were they were asleep at the wheel. That Broncos lost. Um, the Patriots lost. I mean, they, they, they've lost some games where they had no business losing. So we'll see if uh, they better be ready on Sunday because <laughs> Belichick's Nick, coming one last time. What's up? Yeah. Nikki G checking in the chat. How can it not be Flacco? I mean, Deshaun Watson did go enough. five and one with this team. Yeah. He had them in good position. And don't get me wrong. Flacco's look so much better than, than Watson has, but he just hasn't played enough to be considered MVP. Now, comeback player of the year, I think at 100% should go to Flacco. That's no offense to DeMar Hamlin. Again, I've said it's great that he's been able to come back and stuff, but he's not he's not really played any games. I think it should go to a guy who was sitting on his couch, all of a sudden came in and is playing lights out like he's not 40-some years old, like he's not uh, been out of the game for so long. I mean, he looks like yeah. back when he uh, went to the Super Bowl. What's going on here? <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I can't believe how well Flacco's playing. Nick's just trolling. Um <laughs> I agree with you about play, uh, comeback player of the year. There's another guy we'll talk about here in a little bit that I'm going to make a case for for comeback player of the year because he's playing his fucking ass off. Um, but yeah, let's get over. Let's get over to Sunday. Recap these early games. Is it, is it Gardner Minshew? <laughs> uh, no, well, Gardner Minshew wasn't the wasn't the company until you know the Falcons actually played a real goddamn quarterback for a change. <laughs> Taylor Heineke puts it on. The fraudulent Indianapolis Colts. I'm so happy. I I bet way too much money on the Falcons on Sunday, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just bet on Arthur Smith. This better be a Christmas <laughs> miracle for me. Uh, this was never a game. Uh, Falcons kind of took took it to them by low spot. And I think if you're a Falcons fan, man, you had over 400 yards uh, total yardage. Heineke did his job. 23 of 33, 231 touchdown, but they ran the ball. He got the ball out in space to his different weapons, Bijan, Algier, Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's – one thing about Heineke, Heineke, my, my brother said it best. We were watching the game, and he's a big Heineke guy. He goes, you know, he throws the most interceptable football. But, it like, the defenders are surprised when it's, it's so obvious that they should intercept it that they drop it. But one thing Heineke does when he's not throwing the ball down the field trying to be freaking uh, Patrick Mahomes he does a really good job of getting the ball out in the flats to his guys and get them moving in the right direction. That's one thing I always liked about Heineke versus Wentz versus Sam Howell. He made the, he made the easy throws, and I think that's why he was able to stick in so many games and they were able to steal so many games with the late magic is he kind of just gives – he takes what the defense gives him. And I think if you're a Falcons fan, you're really pounding your head on the uh, on the table saying – why the hell did we not start this guy from the beginning? We would have this division one instead of what seven and eight. You'd be nine and six with that soft schedule you played. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and it was great seeing Heineke get his one game bump, even though it was on the Colts. It'll be great to see him fall flat next week when they play the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bears going to make Heineke look silly. He's going to be begging to put Ritter back in there. No. Um, yeah, we, we both agreed. We've been on this for a while that Heineke should be in there. Ritter sucks and everything. 
And uh, the Colts falling flat kind of at the wrong time because the Falcons, they don't have much chance at all for the playoffs. But these Colts do. They're in the seventh seed, but they need to beat the Raiders. Uh, if they lose, it drops to 25%. They're at 51% right now. If they win, it goes up to 70%. So they need to win if they want to make the playoffs for a team that we didn't necessarily think would still be playoff relevant, really. Yeah, and uh, what, what's your initial lean on this Raiders game? With the Colts. The Raiders I mean, have been playing good. I know their defense is nasty, but yeah. I mean, is it sustainable to continue to complete pat or not complete a pass for the last three quarters? <laughs> um, I think a lot of it's going to depend on if Josh Jacobs is back. If Josh Jacobs is back and they can just lean on his legs, then yeah. I think it's fine for them to have a shitty passing game with Aiden O'Connell. I still don't. Jimmy G is an okay quarterback. He's not a good quarterback, but he's not a bad quarterback. He's yeah. I mean, he's a a game manager, right? So it's surprising that he's not getting some playing time, especially because their defense is playing lights out. I mean, look what they did to, to the once great Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. It's interesting. I, I'm with you. I think Jimmy G should play. I, I think he would give them the best chance to win to complement that that uh, that rushing attack. the The other thing with, with the Colts, the Colts got to get healthy too. You got to get Pittman, Taylor, and all their horses back. Um, I just I don't know what I think of this Colts team. I mean, I've labeled them a fraud. They're not as good as a record. They they have beat up on the shit teams. Uh, we talked about it. they beat up on the Steelers, they beat up on the Titans, the Buck or uh, the Patriots, the, the Panthers. They but they you gotta give them credit. They've done a good job of beating the teams that they're supposed to, um, and that's why they're sitting at eight and seven with two weeks to go, and they got both games at home to get in the playoffs. I mean, if they can't beat the Raiders and Texans and get in the playoffs at home, they don't deserve to go. So I don't know. Uh, if it, gun to your head right now, you think Indy does get across the finish line and get the seventh seed? I'm going to say no. I think Stroud comes back this weekend, beats Tennessee, and then beats the Colts to take that seventh seed. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll see what happens with the young CJ Stroud. Uh, but yeah, Falcons still have hope. They need the Saints to beat the Bucks. They got to beat the Bears. <laughs> we might have a lock battle there. I might be riding the tiny game one more time, maybe. And then they got to beat uh, they got to beat the Falcons in a sweep. So, still long road ahead. But I mean, the Falcons lost all those games leading up to the finally changing the quarterback, and that's why they're in the position that they're in. So, that puts the bow on Falcons Colts. Shout out to Heineke, one game bump, baby. Um, next up, we got this game pissed me off. What did we pick it at on the show? Was it three or three and a half? Uh, I think it was three and a half. Three and a half. So, all right. So I did win the Titans plus three and a half, but I felt like the Titans should have won the damn game. I mean, <laughs> they led for 50 plus minutes of this game and just gave it to this. The Se- <laughs> You know, I'm happy for the Seahawks. The Seahawks suck. Like, I watched it week in and week out. Pete Carroll's got that voodoo, that Tomlin voodoo. I just keep watching those guys get lucky lucky week after week after week. Gina wasn't very good. Tannehill was all right, did his job, game managed. Derrick Henry ran the ball. Um, Titans are losing games at homes that they have not lost in the past. They have been losing these tough Grinded out games. That's three field goal losses in a row for these Tennessee Titans. Seahawks by three. Texans by three. Colts by three. 
you flip those three games, they're eight and seven and they're right in the playoff mix, but they never, they never lose these games with Vrabel. I think he's checked out. How about you? Yeah, I was going to say it's so unvariable like to lose close games like that. You would expect him to win. Um, yeah, I think he's checked out. I think this team is going to look very different next year. I think yeah. you're going to have a lot of turnover, including Derrick Henry. Uh, Will Levis probably going to be the starting quarterback like he was some of this year, but it's going to be a very different team. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. On the other side of the ball, the Seahawks is somebody who needed them to lose for the Bears to get a little bit more of that chance to make the playoffs. Uh, it was shitty to see them win this way because you're right. They should have lost this game and it's going to be really interesting to uh, see how they play. I, I think they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to has a little swagger going right now and is going to come in there and beat them because they're not necessarily playing good football. Uh, the, the Drew, Drew Locke and Geno Smith conversation is now going because Geno didn't necessarily look all that good. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Somehow, some way, I'm going to tell you right now it's going to happen. The Seahawks are going to get the seven seed via a tiebreaker. Uh, somehow, some way, they'll win the tiebreaker. This team, just like the Steelers, is the luckiest goddamn <laughs> team. I don't know if it's Pete Carroll, Tomlin, the voodoo magic. Like, I don't know what they do. They find a way to get to the postseason. Uh, I'm with you. I, I mean, I don't think that they could do much damage. I don't think they're playing very good football. They're not consistent. Uh, especially when they're away from home. But, I mean, you got to give them credit. Um, this was a short week off the emotional Eagles win. Drew Locke tearing up at the presser. But, um, yeah, Seahawks, what, eight and seven? They control their destiny. They just got to beat Pittsburgh and Arizona. Something tells me they'll drop one of those games and win like a six-way tiebreaker uh, to be the seventh seed because that's what Pete Carroll and the Seahawks do. So, <laughs> any final thoughts before we move on? No, I absolutely agree. I mean, it's all up to them. They're in that seventh seed now. So if they keep winning, they're in. Yep, that's all you can ask for, Pete and uh, Russell Wilson. We'll talk about him here in a minute. Not doing so well. But first, we'll talk about Hall of Fame bets because you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines, research, all NFL, NBA, soccer with historical data and stats. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Revolutionary Parlay Optimizer tool to get each and every leg broken down so you know which ones have better value than others. Stop betting in the dark and research over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets or, or visit hofbets.com, code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. We're moving along in the slate early window. We're recapping right now. Next up, another game that pissed me off. You were on the right side. I was on the wrong side. Detroit wins their first ever NFC North, gets it done in Minnesota. Nick Mullins, not very good. Um, basically gifted this game for him. Jay Mark, this is your specialty. This is your division. What's your uh, what's what's your recap of this uh, big win for the Lions, man? It was a big win, but they should have won by more. I feel like I mean this Vikings team is not very good with Nick Mullins at the helm, and maybe I'm just a hater as a Bears fan. But Kramer posted something. Uh, Kramer of the Mothership, of course. If you don't know that, go check out SUP. But posted something about are the Lions the best team in the NFC after the Niners got beat? I think they're a little fraudulent. 
I think they're going to get in the playoffs and really struggle. Maybe that's the hater in me, but they just, they don't seem to be clicking that well. Um, and yeah, I think they're going to need a lot of help if they want to make a deep run into the playoffs. It's been a great story how Dan Campbell has turned this organization around. It's been great that they, they won the division for the first time. And who, how long, I mean, they've never won the NFC North. They have won the NFC central, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to make a deep playoff run. What do you think? No, I, I don't. Uh, I guess that's a hater in me too, but I, I do think they could win a game. Um, I think they could get to the divisional round, but I can't see them if they got to go to Philly or Dallas in the playoffs and, and get it done or San Francisco. I think they could beat up Mo and the wildcard team. I don't think that they want to see the Rams. I think that would be the no. ultimate pressure spot with Matt Stafford coming back. So um, they're good in the dome, though, man. They're good on that fast track. And that's kind of early look ahead. That's why I kind of think they may stay in the game against Dallas this weekend. Just because, for some reason, they're good in the dome. They're, I mean, we saw them against the Bears. It, it, outside, they got fucking drilled. So, yes, for some reason, alert. they're good in the dome. Spoiler alert for our picks. Six points right now is what they're getting. That's that's too much to favor the Cowboys by six. Are you kidding me? I'm, yeah. I'm on the Lions on that. Yeah, I mean, it does scream great spot for Dallas off back-to-back losses and, and, and Detroit coming off the win. But Detroit's playing for the – freaking one seed too so like yeah it's not like they're they they've got it mailed in and they're just playing for pride i mean they're actually got stakes so we'll we'll touch on that tomorrow but yeah early lean for us both on the lines here um vikings are cooked i think they they got yeah. green bay this weekend i guess they could win the last two and get to nine and eight but this and team ain't hope, going anywhere. yeah they already hold a tiebreaker over green bay so they're they're one spot ahead of them as the right now the eighth seed so outside looking in so if Steelers do win and the Vikings beat the Packers all of a sudden Vikings are that seventh seed but I just don't see it happening uh not with Nick Mullins there it's unfortunate Kirk Cousins goes down they had a good season or were going to have a good season before that but not able to recover Josh Dobbs magic wore out and Nick Mullins is not going to be the guy that leads them to the playoffs in my opinion yeah. Uh, Nick in the chat wants to know, how can you not pull for the Lions? Because um, I'm a Nick, goddamn Nick, Bears he, fan. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he wants to see somebody else suffer longer than him. So that's why that's he, right. he's a Lions hater. <laughs> I don't mind the Lions. Uh, I like the Lions better when they suck, too, though, because my team sucks. So I want everybody I mean, to suck with me. <laughs> don't get me wrong. When they were like going 0-16, I, I did say, man, I hope they get a couple wins this next year. Yeah, I almost have to root for them, even though they're the Lions. But now no they're more. good. Not, you're like, fuck them. <laughs> exactly. I didn't mean to the top. I just meant a little bit better. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, how good a job has Dan Campbell done in three years, building this thing up into a division title winner? So, yeah, yeah for sure. Unbelievable. So. Lions fans, enjoy it while you last. You never know. You may not be back here for another 50 years, so enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, let's, we could skip the next game, Jay Mark. We don't have to talk <laughs> about this game. Jets 30, Redskins 28. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for making that kick. Keeps the skins in the number three draft position. Quarterback coming. Sam Howell experiment's over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce right now. They just announced Jacoby Brissett's going to start this week. A lot of people disagree with it. I, I've, I've seen enough from Sam where we need to draft a quarterback. I, I like Sam. Good backup. Feisty. Uh, competes. 
but he, he he's a backup. He can come in and give you a nice four or five game run, but his flaws are on tape. He was six to twenty two on Sunday after his worst game the previous week against the Rams. And Brissett comes in and leads five straight touchdowns uh, in the last two weeks. So Sam is going to be a backup in this league. He's going to be a good backup in my opinion. So I don't know what's your take on the Sam Howell um, experiment. And Sam Howell's the same guy that couldn't beat Mitch Trubisky out at North Carolina. Don't forget that. Um, yeah. Adam wondering, did you have hope for a few minutes, but you wanted him to lose. So you, your hope was that they would lose. I assume. I didn't want them to win. No. Yeah. <laughs> I Nick was Fortune. pissed. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, Ron. You better <laughs> not win this game. You bastard. <laughs> right. Riverboat Ron looked dazed and confused during that game. He looks like that every game. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to have the uh, the commander's first round pick this year, next year, and Deron Payne for our number one pick. So you guys can get <laughs> Caleb Williams. I just, I can't wait. I mean, it's going to beef up that D-line. We can break our draft on the offense. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this, uh, we talked about it. Ron is done. And it was nice to see Brissett come in there and have some, some uh, success. But I think that goes to show you that Sam Howell is a little broken. I don't yeah. think he can be the commander's quarterback going forward. I think he's broken in this system and this team. He needs a fresh start, even if it is just as a backup. I agree he would be a good backup. He might be a decent starter with a fresh start because I, I do think he has shown a lot of the intangibles to have success. But, uh, yeah, I think his time in, in Washington is done. And for the crowd that uh, was screaming, Eric Bieniemy needs a head coaching job. No. <laughs> No, swear uh, to God, if the Bears hire him as their head coach. <laughs> oh my God, do not! Uh, and then yeah, draft Caleb Williams. <laughs> everybody got 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 their answer with with enemy too. Uh, he'll go back to Kansas City, be be an assistant for that offense, and to be honest, they probably actually need him. Um, maybe they are missing him a little bit, but he's not he's not a head coach or a top notch offensive coordinator. So a top notch offensive coordinator would have kept this team around five hundred. They have completely. Yeah regress big time offensively once teams have made adjustments versus that pathetic offensive line. But uh, anything with the jets, they, they suck. Um, I'm not going to lie. The fact that they blew a 20 point lead to Jacoby Brissett was, was comical to be honest. Yeah. I, this might be one of the quickest, like um, just Game how recaps. high everybody was on the jets to how low yeah. they suddenly were and how bad they have done. His, you know, and it was the Aaron Rodgers injury. Who knows where they would have been had he played? I think close to the same spot. Fuck Rodgers, but um, <laughs> well, they could have blocked for him. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't think quarterback is their full problem or going to fix everything. So, but yeah, it's it's going to be tough as a Jets fan to swallow this one. Rodgers says he's going to be back in 2024 and beyond, and that he believes in the Jets. So I guess we'll see how it goes next year for the two games he gets before he's injured. Calling it, he's gonna play longer than he did this year, but just two. <laughs> you love you, some Aaron Rodgers. Uh, all right, that does enough. Hopefully, we, we won't have to talk about these sorry ass teams here in two weeks. <laughs> From Aaron Rodgers' current team to Aaron Rodgers' former team, Green Bay almost completely shit this game away. Don't look now, man. We've been big critics of, of Bryce Young, and so is everybody else. He's actually playing pretty good football these last three weeks. He's actually, yeah. you know how you said you haven't seen a flash? I've seen flashes actually the last two weeks. It took I did a while. For sure. I did for sure against this Packers team. Um, it was his best day as far as yardage, threw two touchdowns, both to DJ Chark. I mean, 
it made you think maybe this is what they saw, right? Maybe he can have success if they get him some more weapons, if they retool a couple things. And the Packers defense is supposed to be pretty decent. So the fact yeah. that they made him look that good, I mean, that that's some question marks for the Packers. Their top cornerback, Jair Alexander, is now suspended for one game. Um, Nick Fortune clued me in on that. I hadn't even heard that, but he's not the captain. He went out and did the coin toss, wasn't supposed to, accidentally said defense instead of defer. And now they've suspended him for a game because of it. So that's interesting. Yeah, suspend your top player um, or your top cornerback anyways. So I think the Packers have some issues. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm still not sold on Jordan Love. Uh, I realize they racked up some points on this Panthers team, but I'm not sold on him being the guy. And they were lucky to walk away with a win here. Yeah, I, I I think you said it, hit the nail around the head. We we talked about man the Packers. They they won those games a couple weeks ago. They were just, they felt felt lucky. It felt like it wasn't sustainable, and it hasn't been. Um, now you got the wounded versus the wounded here on Sunday, where you got two hated teams squaring off in Minnesota. They may be able to get that one, or Minnesota might get them because it's in the dome. Um, we'll see. Uh, Panthers, man. Don't look now. They've covered three in a row for me, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I've noticed that trend because I've been against them in all three. So oh, yeah. um, I might, have to, might have to zig a little bit now because, <laughs> yeah, they have become a little bit of a covering machine these past three. You better watch out, Jaguars. My Panthers <laughs> are coming in there on Sunday. <laughs> I told you my shitty teams were going to finally start covering, and they have. Uh, sure. All right, next up on the slate, that's enough of that. Packers still mathematically in it. I ate shit on this game. I thought Flacco would finally come back to reality. And wow. Wow. Um, what did he finish the day with? Three touchdowns, almost 400 yards. I thought he had four touchdowns. Houston, you have a problem on that defense if you're getting lit up by Joe Flacco like that and Amari Cooper. I mean, he throws to one guy every play. Guard him. Right. Yeah, this, um, I mean, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning. The The Flacco comeback tour has been pretty amazing. Now he's got a revenge tour to the Jets uh, against the Jets this coming week, which I think is going to be another win for them. And, man, I don't know. This Browns team, we, we talked all year how good their defense is. Now with Flacco throwing the ball and looking like he does, this is going to be a tough team. I don't yeah. like the Browns. You know I'm not, I'm not a Browns supporter. This is going to be a tough team, especially in that colder weather. I agree, man. I, I don't think anybody wants to play this team in the playoffs, especially no. if it's outdoors. I mean, the way that they're playing complimentary football. With that said, I will be on the Jets tomorrow night. I can tell you that right now. That is going to be one of my favorite Revenge plays of the week. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be pressed, and he's going to throw four interceptions like Brock Purdy uh, on Monday night. Give me the Jets all day. <laughs> in the points tomorrow night where everybody's blowing the Browns this week. The Browns are my team. Everybody can't jump on them now. Too too much (laughs) hype for me. Yeah, no, I I understand that. Adam checking in saying Browns are lucky they have depth at running back. And Ford hasn't even been that great. I mean, he's kind of hit and miss. But um, I just think that they've, they've got a really good offensive scheme going with the players they have. So it has been impressive. Yeah, no, in, uh, Houston, Houston's decimated by injuries too. Um, what do you think? I mean, you kind of already teased it. You think Stroud comes back to win their final two? Is your prediction? Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, they, they got a favorable schedule. You go, what, Titans yeah. at home, and then you go to Indy. I mean, like you said, if you can't win those two games, you don't deserve to go to the playoffs. Simple as that. So Browns will be in the playoffs with a win tomorrow night. It's going to be hard, though. The Jets are coming in there. Aaron Rodgers coming in there, mentoring, <laughs> mentoring, mentoring. That team. Give, give me the Jets. Give me the points. Uh, all right, next up on the slate, we go over to the late window. Jacksonville, we have a big-time problem. You guys aren't mm-hmm. very good at all right now. You guys suck. Um, <laughs> For sure. That's four in a row. Trevor Lawrence played. Trevor Lawrence got pounded once again. And we talked about Joe Flacco as comeback player of the year. Baker Mayfield needs to be in the category true, for comeback true. player of the year because nobody had this in their cards or on their bingo card at the beginning of the year. This is incredible what Baker's doing down there in Tampa. They're better without Tom Brady and with Baker Mayfield right now than last year. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I'll take a little bit of credit that I did say he was good sleeper value in fantasy football. We <laughs> talk a lot of auction stuff preseason. And I said, he'd be a great dollar addition as a backup quarterback. Didn't expect him to have this much success, but, uh, We've, we've said it all year. Baker, he's got that dog in him, right? He's feisty. He uh, And this is the best receiving crew he's ever played with. And he's finding success with it. The Jags, I don't know what's wrong with them. I mean, the fact that you're not getting ETN involved enough. Uh, the Christian Kirk injury, their offense took a huge step back after that. So I, I think that is being undersold a little bit of how much of an impact he has in their offense. Calvin Ridley's looked all right the past couple games, but mainly in garbage time. This team is struggling without Christian Kirk. You shouldn't be scoring this little points, especially with guys like ETN. Lawrence is now questionable with that AC sprain, so he might not even play next week. They are in big trouble. These Bucks control their own destiny. They are currently the fourth seed. I don't think any of us expected them to be the fourth seed, did we? No. Now is it a good time to take the Saints in a zigzag here on Sunday? <laughs> this seems too good go. to be true. I'm, that's how I'm thinking. I'm like, are the Bucks really going to win out and, and make the playoffs? Maybe. Um, it's incredible what they do. and that defense has been playing their asses off. For sure. Um, the, the what's it called? The Jet. Back to the Jags. They've lost four in a row. They haven't covered in four games. Can they write the ship against Carolina on Sunday? I mean, you would think that they should be able to smash, but they've been terrible at home. That's the that's yeah. the other uh, element of it. They, this team has been dog shit at home. Yeah, um, there's no reason they should lose that game, uh, and, and just to lose the four in a row and not cover is very unlike Doug Peterson, as we mm-hmm. both agree is a pretty good coach. I mean. It's kind of surprising, but I do think they write the ship. I think they win the game. Whether they cover or not, I don't know, but I do think they win and kind of get back on track. But I still – this team is not going to succeed in the playoffs with the way they're playing. No, they, they went from what? The one seed? They they were tied for the one seed four weeks ago. They had Monday Night yeah. Football, the Bengals, and Jake Browning coming. Lawrence gets hurt, and the wheels have completely fell off there. Yeah. And then the opposite with, with the Bucs. I mean, they've won four in a row. They beat him, what, Carolina? Carolina should have won that game. Still better about that game. Uh, at, at Atlanta, at Green Bay. And then they come home and, and, and take it to the Jags. So 
they, they can wrap up the South here on Sunday with the win over the Saints at home. I mean, this is pretty unreal that they could be having a New Year's Eve party Sunday night, clinched into the four seed in the NFC. I, nobody had saw this coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, backing up real quick, Bryce says, do you think the Browns game will be higher scoring than Dallas? No, I think it'll be lower scoring. Nikki yeah, G boots on the ground tomorrow for Browns Jets. Browns win 13-3. Oh. And uh, also 13-9. Dallas better be concerned. <laughs> Dallas better be concerned if they're the ones that have to go into Tampa for a wild card. 100% agree. 100%. I, I, uh, I would be all I over Tampa. Yeah, especially with the way the Cowgirls are playing right now. Um, <laughs> let, let's go over uh, – actually, Cowgirls are here in a minute. Let's go over to uh, Arizona and your Chicago Bears. Bears stay in the playoff race mathematically. What are your almost, thoughts, man? You guys dominated started, this game. Yeah, the first half, but then we started to let them back in it a little bit. Um, DJ Moore left with an injury. He did come back but didn't look the same. He was gritting it out. You could tell. Cole Komet – Injury was huge. If he doesn't come back, that's concerning for me. Um, he's questionable for next week, so that's concerning. Those injuries really killed us as far as the pass game because we can't get it done with Darnell Mooney, um, <laughs> the guy that blew the Browns game for us. But I was impressed. They, they uh, for the most part, they limited Kyler Murray. They limited that run game, and um, they just they're playing pretty decent football. I mean, we're running the ball well. Khalil Herbert tore the Cardinals up for the most part. Fields ran again well. And the defense, it's just, it's been feisty since Montez Sweat uh, came to us. Thank you again for that. Um, the, Sweat has made a big impact on this defense as far as adding just a pass rusher that the, the offensive line has to account for. That's really all it has taken for this defense to flip the switch and be a much better team. Are you concerned about the injuries head into this Falcons game? I think more will play since he came back. I'm concerned about Cole Komet. Um, for me, it's a big step down from Cole Komet to Robert Tunyon or Mercedes Lewis, who's also the uh, the old man in the room there. Yeah. Did, did get a touchdown. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I am a little concerned there. Um, but if we just run the damn ball. I mean, this team runs the ball well. We need to, two weeks ago against the Browns, Justin Fields threw the ball 40 times. That's why we ended up losing that game. Why are you throwing the ball 40 times with Justin Fields when you're ahead? They were ahead most of the game, and they started to do it in this Cardinals game. It's just run the ball. It's all you got to do. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, Bears stay alive, like you said, 6-9. and nine. Still still a mathematic chance. Need some help. Uh, J-Mark, what's the scenario to get in? Oh, we got to win. We need Vikings, Packers, Seahawks to keep losing. I mean, that's basically what it is. Um, The Saints and Falcons are technically above us. We're going to beat the Falcons this week, so we'll be above them. Bucks are going to be the Saints, so we'll just be behind Seahawks, Packers, Falcons. It's 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 that simple. (laughs) I mean, they. I think they all need to lose the next two weeks, and we need to win the next two weeks. So it's not simple at all. It's like a one percent chance, but so you're saying there's a chance. Oh, yeah. Saying there's a chance. One in a million. Um, all right. Let's go over to the game that, uh, well, cost us what? 11 to one. Yeah. What, you, what, you, what happened here? How, you, how did the Cowboys sorry, lose this? You sorry ass cowgirls. You guys are the biggest freaking bunch of frauds I've ever met in my life. 
you get, you're going to really, Mike McCarthy, really? You're going to give the ball to your fullback who, who doesn't ever get the ball? And, and Tony Pollard, how do you not score on that? The Cowboys should have won this game. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous that they gave the Dolphins this game away. If they punch him in the mouth right from the get-go, go up 7-0, they score the next drive, it's 14-3, the Dolphins will start pressing in the game. It, it would have been a route. But, yeah. the Dol- but instead, the Cowgirls, like they always do in these big games, Find a way, choke it away like the little bitches that they are, and fumble <laughs> on the one-yard line, and next thing you know, they're, they're in a barn burner, and they had to fight fight like hell to get back in the game. It's on us for giving out the Cowboys, man. Um, it, that's what they do in these big games. They, they let you down, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, these guys, these front runners are really going to let us down in our 11-to-1 parlay. It was, I mean, they should have won the game going away. <laughs> They they had matchup advantages all over the field outside of Tyree Kill, and they couldn't get home on Tua against that injured offensive line. I mean, Micah Parsons, all he wants to do is tweet about the Niners. Just shut up and play. Um, yeah, I hate the Cowboys. I I, I fucking hate this team. <laughs> They're the biggest frauds ever. Yeah, this was interesting because going into this, we talked about these are kind of the same teams, right? They mm-hmm. they beat the bad teams. They lose yep. against good teams. What's going to happen when they play each other? But they, they should have won this game. There's no yeah. reason. There's no excuse with the defense they have um, able to move the ball offensively normally good enough. There's no reason they should have lost to the Dolphins. They are a better team, in my opinion, on paper anyways, but that's Mike McCarthy. That's the Dallas Cowboys. They choke in these big spots and they choked again. And the dolphins walk away. Um, looking like a really good team that I, I just, I still don't believe in the dolphins are going to face the bills in the playoffs and get smashed. I think the Ravens are going to humble them a little bit this weekend. Um, yeah. they, I mean, they haven't, they haven't done it on the road. They did it. They did it at home against the other frauds. I mean, the Cowboys, <laughs> fumble on the one yard line. And I, I like, I don't know if anybody saw, I don't know how to, Tony Pollard doesn't get in the end zone there. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> he, all he's got to do is run to the corner. He walks in instead. He tries to run the guy over. He gets stuffed. And then they fumble. It, it's, it's just such Cowboys dumb shit. Like over and over like Dak against the Eagles stepping out of bounds on the two point when there's no contact. Like it's just, yeah. this team will always find a way to not win a big game because they're cowards and they're front runners. Yeah. So agreed. Yeah, I think I said enough about them. I, I think I, I think I let it all out. <laughs> I was so pissed when, when when they lost this game. And you know me, I hate them. But when when, yep. when there was an eleven to one on the line and they should have won the game, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Dallas got Detroit on deck Saturday night. Then they finished with Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera fucking steamrolled their ass last year out of nowhere. That can't nobody saw that coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Dolphins got the toughest schedule left in the league. They got um, at Baltimore and they got Buffalo. I don't think they'll win another game the whole year. That'll be my hot take. I don't think it's that hot. They're going to be underdogs in all three games, which sets up um, maybe the Chiefs to have the two seed. Bills, which the Bills, Bills control their destiny because they the- they beat the Chiefs head to head. Even the Browns could technically get it. I mean, yeah, if they dethrone, but but not if the Ravens win this weekend. Oh, true, true. They yeah, will, the Ravens right. would lock in one, and yep, then the winner right. of Miami Buffalo would be two, Kansas City three. And so yeah, whoever Bills the hell wants to play in the South four. Yeah. Bills outside looking in to suddenly could have the two seed is crazy. I'm sure Adam Pelletier is very happy. Oh yeah, what do you think of Mike McDaniel yelling at uh, Dan Marino? 
<laughs> I, I never know what to think of that guy, to be honest. <laughs> like, What's wrong with that guy? I don't, I, I mean, some people love him. I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's different. They're, they're, the, the Dolphins are a little, little too cocky for me for a team that hasn't done shit yet. Like, yeah, they finally true. beat a team with a winning record for over a year, and it was the Cowboys. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I need to see. I need to see more before I say this team – confidently i can say they're going on the road in the playoffs and getting a big win yeah i, I can't see it as of right now but yeah. all right um let's move along in the slate oh yeah oh yeah let's talk <laughs> let's talk let's talk a little bill belichick here because i i told you he was gonna start coming through fresh down the stretch to get our money back uh zappy and company they force turnovers russell wilson bench russell wilson sucks great win patriots great win for for old bill belichick I'll tell you what, man, those guys fight for him. Like th- that defense yeah. competes for him as bad as they are, as talented um, at a disadvantage. They are, they fight for him still Uh great win for the Patriots to uh, hit a big money line for me. That was why I'm so passionate about this game. Uh, <laughs> the Broncos suck. The Bron- that was yeah. a horrible loss by the Broncos. Horrible. It was. I mean, they should have won that and then be talking about, hey, we're just we're just right outside the playoffs. But they didn't. They're benching Russell Wilson. It's Jarrett Stidham's time. I don't know if that's a step back. Stidham looked good in preseason for them. Stidham looked good last year for the Raiders. I was surprised they didn't retain him. Um, So I I think this is this isn't like a hey, we're doing this to see if we can make that playoff push. I think it's we got to see what we got. Uh, this might be the end of Russ Wilson and the Broncos. They may cut him. Yeah. Stidham might be their quarterback, and they've got to see if he can do it. But, um, yeah, no excuse to lose this game. The Patriots, I mean, you you were on it about them turning around. They were just a little too late. Just a little too late. I know. Um, but they I definitely mean, have looked so much better the last couple games. You just look at them. I mean, they're in the playoff race if they just beat the Colt, the Redskins. They lose by three. The Colts, they lose by four. The Giants, they lose by three. And the Chargers, they lose by six, nothing. Like, if they just flip those games, they're in this playoff race. But too late, too too little too late for old Billy. Um, it, it may be his final win, although I will say, we have to bet the house on them week 18 against the Jets at Foxborough. Then his final game, he's going to kill the Jets. Uh, yeah. Kill them 10 uh, nothing. <laughs> I like it. Uh but yeah, good win uh Patriots. Belichick keeps 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 grinding out games here recently. Um All right, let's go to Monday uh where if you bet the chalk favorites you had a bad day. Uh yeah. let's start off right here. Taylor Swift, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh Brittany Mahomes, whatever his wife's name is. Wow. They um they got some issues, man. This, yeah, they're not winning the Super Bowl this year. They don't. No. You don't lose a game like this this late in the year if you're a Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. Agreed, hundred percent agreed. Shout out to the Raiders playing their asses off. Yes. Um, don't score an offensive touchdown and beat the Chiefs twenty to fourteen. That's that's a rare thing uh, within the past several years here. Um, that cornerback. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, Jackson or something. The way yes. he looked Pat Mahomes off the, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is 
people have argued the best quarterback in the league right now, the way he was able to look him off and bait him into that throw to intercept it for the touchdown was amazing. I was very impressed with that. Um, but yeah, Chiefs are, they're going to go on the road for a playoff game, Patrick Mahomes first road playoff game and lose and be watching even in the, uh, the semifinals. I think this is, we're not used to seeing this in the past couple of years. What do you think? What do you think the main issue is with this team? I, like, is it obviously the TMZ Swifty shit is a distraction? That's a distraction. I don't think anybody can deny that, even yeah. if even if you're in denial. But like, that's that's an issue. But the receiving core, like the lack yeah. of consistency, and then in result creating Mahomes pressing, making dumbass throw after dumbass throw. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that, uh, what's their ceiling. Can they get to the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't think they can win it. I definitely don't think. I don't think they can get there. I don't they don't either. have enough this year. Yeah, I don't either. Um, it's interesting. I was reading a a uh, kind of a report from an NFC scout who said that he would not be surprised to see Travis Kelsey retire in the next year or two. Uh, he said he yeah. watched it happen with Gronkowski that in the second half of games, you can see he's a step slower or, you know, just even the second half of the season, he's a step slower, which means his body's not recovering the way it used to, which means he's towards the end of what should be his playing career. I mean, obviously some guys stretch it out longer than they should, but the fact that he has taken that step back, the fact that he's not the same guy has completely killed this offense because they don't have any other receivers that can pick up the slack. I mean, Rasheed Rice has done all right, but he's still a young guy still learning. Uh, Justin Watson has had some plays, but there's no replacing not having 100% Travis Kelsey. And I think that is what has really been the killer to this offense. I think so, too. And I, I think um, it's just it's been a trickle down effect, too. Like Tony dropping those balls, um, uh, scantling um, in the Eagle game. I mean, they've had multiple guys, trust issues. Yeah. And then you compound that with the distractions of Kelsey and Swift. And it's just way too much baggage with that team right now. Kelsey's throwing his fucking helmet into the stands. Andy yeah. Reid, big red, chest bumping him. That was great. He should have freaking knocked him out with the helmet. That would have been great. <laughs> would have been even better. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I sure. mean, Chiefs, they, they haven't even clinched the AFC West yet. They got to mm-hmm. – uh, who, who do they got this weekend? This was a perfect opportunity. Christmas Day at home. You wrap up the division. You get ready to go and said you got to do it against Cincinnati this week. I think they'll beat Cincinnati at Arrowhead. I, I, I don't Agreed. see them dropping back to back. Is Vegas a legitimate uh, wild card contender? Can they win out? Can they beat Indy? Can they beat Denver and get in there? Yeah. I mean, the way that defense is playing, I don't know why not. They've been fresh out of the bye. They got the late bye, too. I th- So I think that yep. is helping them as well. So. Does Antonio Pierce get this job? I mean, they made the same they, – they were in the same exact situation two years ago with uh, Pasachi or however you pronounce it. That's a special teams coordinator for Green Bay, and they yep. elected to go Josh McDaniels. Wrong decision. I don't think he'll make it again. I think Pierce is going to get the job. He should. He's earned it 100%. So if they make that uh, mistake again, then they deserve to keep losing, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's another angle to back the Raiders again this week. Where if you yeah. think that they're just going to keep playing for for Antonio Pierce, it might might not be a bad thing to take them in the points. So the almost dumpster fire loss of the uh, whole season was 
Philly getting lucky as shit. I mean, the Eagles suck too, man. They do. I mean, yeah. I, a month ago, I said they they were way overrated. Everybody said, "Oh, they're eleven and two. Well, they're or sorry, they're ten and one. They're they're winning games. They, they always find a way. They're not finding ways anymore. They got lucky against." Danny DeVito or sorry, Tommy DeVito and fucking Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor came in and almost brought them all the way back. If they weren't bailed out by the refs, they, they were going to lose this game and no Nick fortune. They are not the best team in the NFC. They're like the fifth best team in the (laughs) NFC. (laughs) You know what it was? They padded their, their, their win total against Ron Rivera and Ron should have beat them twice. To be honest, if he just woke up on the goddamn sideline, Um, I thought the giants maybe should have won this game. If, Couple calls went against them that were crucial. I don't know. Um, I don't know what your take here, Jay Mark. Am I making too big a deal out of the Eagles dumpster fire like Kansas City? No, they got so many holes on defense, and the offense is becoming too predictable. I mean, way too predictable, and that's becoming a big issue. And I think if Tyrod Taylor plays this whole game, the Giants win it. Agreed. I mean. The DeVito stuff, it was nice for a little bit. He had a little bit of a bump, came in there with a little bit of swagger, yada, yada. I get that. But if Tyrod started this whole game, they would have won. And, yeah, these Eagles, they have too many holes. The offense is too predictable. They're they're calling the same plays over and over, it seems like. Every series, it seems like it's the same plays. So their offensive coordinator's not doing a jo- good job. They're not executing. And then on defense, they have too many holes. They've not been able to overcome injuries, and they're going to continue to struggle, in my opinion. I'm going to say something that Eagles fans, they love making fun of this guy. They love trolling this guy. But their quarterback is slowly becoming this guy. Jalen Hurts is the next Dak Prescott. I'm saying it right now. He's got a big-time turnover problem. He was on a stacked team last year that when he doesn't have to be the guy, he's really good. But when he's got to carry more of the load, make bigger throws, he makes mistakes. There's a reason he got beat out at Alabama. There's a reason he slid to the second round. Like, He's not invincible like like some of the Eagles fans think he think he is. He's more Dak Prescott. He's a solid quarterback. He's not an elite guy. He's not a guy that you're going to say go win me a Super Bowl. Um, and, and you got to go drop back 40, 50 times and 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 take us to the promised land like Patrick Mahomes did on one ankle last year. They can right. run the ball uh, when they can run the ball like they did last year. Play really good defense. Then they can get to a Super Bowl and he can make big plays. But with how much they're relying on him right now, they he he reminds me of Dak. He came onto the scene. Now there's more film on him, and he's making more and more mistakes. So, Eagles fans, I know you hate I know you hate this comparison, but I see a lot of similarities, especially with the running quarterback. Those guys wear down. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, we're agreeing. We're agreeing. Uh, Eagles fans at moneyline underscore Mac. You guys uh, start calling every time he start, throws an interception. I'm gonna start calling him Jalen Prescott. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, fuck the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. They they are so lucky. They I can't believe they're eleven and four. They should really be nine and six. Um, yeah. the, it, and Nick makes a good point in the chat. The Giants might win Week 18 against them. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. See, Especially Cardinals. like I said, if Tyrod's playing. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's go to the finale. Nick Fortune doesn't want to hear this one. The Baltimore Ravens, which we were all over. Um, 
I actually thought this was like the easiest play of the 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 week. I, I mean, yeah, the Brock Purdy thing was the, the hype was just so out of control. The tickets of MVP sell buy. I'm like, this guy was Mr. Irrelevant last year. He's a good piece, but he's not. He's not. He's not the guy. Like like the, that. Everybody wants him to make him out to be. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Peyton Manning. He's not. He's not an MVP. He's a good foundation piece complement that really good offensive line rushing attack receivers defense and i think if you're a niners fan you got to be a little concerned about if you do fall behind in the playoffs because i mean i forget the stat they they can't come back they they never come back under shanahan they're like oh for 33 or whatever when they fall down double digits under Kyle Shanahan. So that would be the biggest thing that I'd be concerned about. Ravens, this this organization this is what they do, man. They just they just punk teams. They they go into your house, get the big win on the national stage, make fun of you while they do it, and boom, they're on <laughs> with their business. I hate the Ravens, but man, you gotta respect them. Yeah, for sure. Um I I thought this would be a little bit closer, but I expected the Ravens to win. Didn't think they should have been underdogs, to be honest. I mean, I, I like the uh, the 49ers, but this just felt like a game that the Ravens would – it's just a typical game they win. I think as a 49ers fan, Nick just put it in the chat as well. This is what I was going to say. Trent, Trent Williams leaving. Yeah. Last time he left, they lost three games in a row. Yeah. I'm concerned if he's not back by the playoffs. I think the 49ers are in big trouble if he doesn't come back because their whole team changes. The way they run the ball changes. The way they pass block changes. They, they have to get him back on the field. They have to hope that that's not a serious issue. He's having x-rays, I believe, today. I haven't heard the result on them. But uh, I'm starting to see some power rankings coming in from our, our fellow SGPN people. How are they still putting the Niners above the Ravens? I don't understand that. Oh, really? I didn't even see that. I, I put the Ravens yeah. at one. I went Me Ravens, too. Niners, Bills. Those are like my three Super Bowl contenders. The rest of them, yeah. we already touched like four to ten. You could poke holes all all day at some of these teams. Um, Ravens are Super Bowl favorites, right? They, it's theirs to be. lose. I will say, they might be a good team to fade in the playoffs. So remember last time they were the one seed, and, and Tennessee went in there and smacked them. Yeah, something yeah. like the Ravens aren't aren't that good when they're the favorite either. They got to be that dog like they were True. on Monday night with the chip on their shoulder. Um, True. What was it good at? I'm, I'm going to make a prediction here on Sunday. Take the skins and the points against the Niners <laughs> because Ron's treating this game like a Super Bowl where he hates Trent Williams. He hates Chase Young. He hates the Niners. He's sitting Sam Howell. He's playing Jacoby Brissett. He's going all in on this game just to lose by 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if Trent Williams doesn't play, I'm right there with you. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Chase Young had a safety um, because the ref tripped Lamar. So he'll be celebrating about that for the next fucking month. The guy is One of so the funniest great. plays I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great win, Ravens. They can wrap up the AFC next week um, against Miami Dolphins. Niners go to the Skins and then play the Rams week 18. They got to win both to get the one seed. So, all right, man. It puts a bow on week 16, week 17 on the horizon. Jay Mark and I will be back tomorrow to do that. But before we got to talk week 18, look ahead. And I think Jay Mark, when we do this, we have to forecast kind of some of what's going to happen in week 17 with the playoff scenarios. 
Um, So let's try to do our best to do so. I'll let you lead it off here. Where do you want to go for week 18? Oh, this whole thing is disgusting, but. uh... Beautiful. (laughs) This, This line can't be right that I'm looking at. Tampa, two and a half point dogs to Carolina. That can't be right, but that's what I'm seeing um, on I'm a couple. The same thing. A couple on, different on books here. So I think you got to take that because I think the Bucks are favorite. They close as favorites. They're going to need the win. Um, I realize the the Panthers have been a covering machine, but I think I think that line's going to flip. So getting the Bucks at plus two and a half seems like a steal to me. So you know what that's saying? They think the Bucks are going to win this week, and they're going to sit Baker in the starters. True. Yeah. I still they, they, I and guys, this is we're doing the show two days later than we usually do it. So these are like the most accurate lines right now out yeah. there that you're gonna get. Um I'm still riding with it. I mean, give me give me famous Jameis to close yeah. it out against Carolina. <laughs> I like it. I'll go to one. I'll fade the number one team in the AFC. I think they're gonna clinch this weekend. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin plus three and a half. Um they're either going to be playing for a playoff berth or they're going to be playing for um, Tomlin's streak. Either way, they're going to be playing for something, and the Ravens most likely are not going to. And honestly, even if Lamar plays and they drop this game and the Ravens got to get this win, the Steelers and Ravens, what do we talk about every time we, we handicap this game? Throw out the fucking records. That game's going to be a crapshoot. So give me the Steelers all day. That's my favorite one on the board right now. I like it. Uh, Patriots, one point dogs to the Jets. Oh, that's going to flip. Oh, they're going to win by a hundred. They got to go into that game as a favorite. I feel like at the worst, it's going to close as a pick and you'll have that one point, uh, I guess, safety net. But I think they close as a favorite. So I'm all over the Patriots as one point dogs right now. I'll quit this show right now if Belichick loses to the Jets in his final home game of Foxborough. There ain't no way in hell I'm with you all day. Hammer New England. <laughs> Once again, taking the Patriots. How many goddamn times have I taken them to see? <laughs> um, let's go to another finale. Ron Rivera, plus three against Dallas. <laughs> it's going to be the final game. I think you got to forecast these, these coaches that will be playing – that that will have a little more of a motivation. Hey, this is it. I think the skins. I mean, I think Dallas will be asleep at the wheel. They're not going to have much to play for. Philly will have the division wrapped up. Um, give me the skins plus three. I think they play well. I think they beat Dallas. Or, or, or I God, I hope they don't beat Dallas because that would put them out of the three hole, and I'll kill Ron Rivera myself. Um, but I, I think that they'll play hard. So give me the skins. Yeah. Dallas wins by one. Um. And yeah, it's very possible, depending on what happens next week, that Dallas winning or losing does not change the uh, the playoffs. Yeah. So um, yeah. It, that I like grabbing that line now because that could definitely change. Um, let's see, what do I want to do for the last one here? I know. Which one I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Texans. I already said I think they're going to win the next two games they're currently one and a half point dogs to the Colts I know the Colts have played well but they're starting to trail off a little bit and uh, I think the Texans um, I think they win that game so as a one and a half point dog another one that should close 
closer to a pick em or maybe even flip to the Colts being a one-and-a-half-point dog. I'm liking riding the Texans. I like it. Uh, the finale, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Plus one-and-a-half at Miami. Wrong team favored. Buffalo's going to smack Miami in the finale. Um Get that division, take take it back. They 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 own Miami. They they have their number. Um, the only time Miami's w- with Tua has beat them was the Miracle Game last year, where they they Buffalo ran like ninety plays or hundred plays. And somehow Miami won the game. That ain't yeah. happening again. Uh, give me Buffalo. Um, they'll be favored by the time that thing kicks off. They're gonna they're gonna smack Miami once again. So agreed. That'll do it, man. Yeah. The final look ahead. Can't, yeah, I can't believe it. Week 18 coming up already. Are you kidding me? I know it. All right, everybody. You guys, can, it's Wednesday. Like I said, we'll be back tomorrow to preview the morning games and Saturday games. So you're going to want to tune into that one. I think we have 11 or 12 games. So basically, we'll, we'll dive into the whole slate here. You might as well call us the main sports coming podcast with how many games we got to pick tomorrow. So he <laughs> is at Mark Football. I'm at Moneyline underscore Mac. Mark. before we get out of here, any final thoughts over at Old Fashioned? Got start sit tomorrow and then on the third, which is a Wednesday, celebrating the 100th episode. Got uh, all sorts of fun stuff planned for that. So make sure you stop by. Just subscribe at Old Fashioned Football Podcast on YouTube. You heard him. Make sure you subscribe, baby. We're back on the college experience tonight. Four day breaks over. Christmas is over. Time to get back into it. See you guys tomorrow and don't forget to let it ride. Cheers. Cheers.